and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about reading and how perfectionism can impede your enjoyment. Hey Janine. Hey Shannon, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? Well, I just have to say I'm fine and I have to comment that I'm sweltering. It is a little hot there. It's a little hot, and it's it's going to be hot for a while. And you know, I live in an old brick house that on the second floor that doesn't want to stay air cool. But I'm lucky because I um, am usually cold, <laughs> so right. I've, I've got a head start on not being so uncomfortable. Yeah, and then you're freezing where you are in Portland. Right. Well, I mean, it's not literally freezing, but it's 58 and raining, which right. is just it's cold. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we looked at the heat indices uh, on on our weather app, and my heat index is twice yours. Yes, <laughs> I mean I really wish we could just split the difference. Right? Wouldn't that be nice? It yeah, we're both in the seventies. Yeah. So yeah. we're recording this on June thirteenth, and I guess uh, it, it's not that unusual for it to be so hot in June in St. Louis, but for like ten days in a row, it is. Yeah. And we're only on day two. <laughs> and I'm already <laughs> complaining. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Hang in there. I, well, yeah, I'm going to have to really curve I'll, it. I'll uh, send our cold weather vibes your way. i got to be honest. Well, I shouldn't even say it, but I will. I'd rather have my weather than yours. Today. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't like cold days you, in June. Yeah. As much as I don't care for this weather i would much rather be cold than hot oh and and yeah and you can't handle you can't handle the weather in St. Louis. <laughs> i thought you were like you can't handle the heat <laughs> that's right that's what i should have said <laughs> it's yeah. true i've gotten a little bit better but um yeah i don't do well in the heat so anyway, so. that's not what we're here to talk about. Although, mm. obviously, I could talk about it a lot. <laughs> I know. No, we're talking about, you know, what do I do when I'm the temperature is uncomfortable? I read. Right. Yeah, reading's a great indoor activity. It also, is. it's a great outdoor activity when the weather's nice. Yes. Yeah, we, we now have um, several little out- cozy outdoor areas to read in, which is really nice to have. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I um, reading is always sort of a barometer for me on how things are going. If I'm not reading or if I'm mm, uh, wanting to get lost in reading, it sort of gives me an idea of where things are at for me mentally, emotionally. So are you saying that if you want to get lost in reading, that means things aren't necessarily going well emotionally? Um, yeah, I mean, there's like, it's always lovely to get lost in a, in a great book. But like, when I like, don't want to do anything other than read, you know, that's sort of, you know, like, you don't want to do anything other than binge Netflix. 
uh-huh. um, that's a good indicator to me that uh, I might want to do some other things. <laughs> right. Uh, but I love getting lost in a good book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you read every day? Yes. Yeah, me too. And when, yeah. do, you, when do you read? Um, I always read before bed. Uh-huh. Um, and then I, it's sort of my, um, my treat during the day, like my reward during the day to read a little bit. I don't mm-hmm. always read during the day, but, um, when I am looking for a way to, you know, treat myself for 15 to 30 minutes, I do that. Uh, you inspired me to read while brush my teeth. <laughs> Excellent. It's such a good use of two minutes. It is. I mean, it's excellent multitasking. <laughs> well, and, and I have to say, I started this new like skincare regime that mm-hmm. takes a little more time than I'm used to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I read while I'm doing that. Oh. oh. And I also started, this is, I hadn't even thought about this, but I um, also have started reading. I haven't use you know dried my hair in years but i started drying my hair because it was taking two to three hours to dry naturally Uh and that was too cold (laughs) (laughs) um and so i started drying my hair and i read while i'm drying my hair oh and by the way the way the reason i could do this is i have a kindle with a stand and so i just oh i was gonna say are you listening to books or oh you have a kindle with a stand okay yeah my well, like so, I also have a new skincare regime regimen, but I can't wear my glasses when I do it. Therefore, I couldn't read. Oh. So I'm a little bit jealous oh. of that. I well, wondered why you sound so shocked by that idea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, partly I was thinking, what? How much time is this taking? But my um, happy point is when I I get almost all my books from the library and when I have the uh, audio and Kindle versions of the same book. I love that. Yeah and I don't want to I don't like to buy the books so when you when you buy them on on Amazon and Audible they sync for you which is amazing but even so with the the library version I you know try not I try to always end a um, chapter. A chapter. Yeah, mm-hmm. stop at the end of a chapter so I can keep going. And, and it's that's just the greatest. And when I do that, then I can plow through things because I'll listen to the book while I'm watching Walking Bix yeah. or um, uh, while I'm emptying the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. I, do, I do that too. I was um, I listened to almost a whole book over the weekend doing all my household chores. Nice. Doing laundry and... Um, cleaning things up around the house and stuff and it's I enjoy that and I also you know if I have to run errands in the car I'll listen to a book a lot of the times too yeah yeah and and, and then I like to read with on my kindle when I you know I just brush my teeth because it's hard to do listen while I brush my teeth because of the electric toothbrush yeah um, and when I'm when I'm eating breakfast and when I'm eating lunch and but I don't take 15 to 30 minutes although I should I deserve a 30 minute lunch break I don't usually get one <laughs> my boss is so mean but <laughs> what a mean boss I know I think but, it's required by law oh <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> uh, and then of course reading in bed and now that we have the um, fancy sleep number bed that tilts your back up you oh know, the yeah craftmatic adjustable bed right. it's the greatest <laughs> 
<laughs> there's grandma and grandpa Barry and Janine <laughs> and then do you clap for the light to go off no I take I put down my book the light's not on because I have a Kindle. Right. But I put put down my book and then I put on and I adjust the bed and then I put on my CPAP. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't read with the CPAP on because I can't have my glasses on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, um, that's very... That's a, like a whole system you have going there. That's right. Mm-hmm. Barry will say that I fall asleep all the time before I do all those things, but I'm sure he's wrong. Yeah, yeah. but that is, I have to say, that's one of the wonderful things about reading on a Kindle is not having a light on. Yeah. Um, that was life-changing. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It really was, yeah. I love my Kindle so much. So uh-uh. so how does... Uh, uh, how do you think perfectionism plays into enjoying reading? Well, I think that people can get perfectionistic about when and how they read. And I think we just gave dozens of examples of how you can fit <laughs> reading in without really meaning to. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's it's easy for people to think that they can't read unless they have, you know, a, a block of time to like really get into a book and certainly there are books like that that they feel better when you you know it's like a rainy saturday afternoon and you can curl up and read for three hours or something like that but i think it's also great to remember that just reading in little snippets throughout the day um could be really enjoyable I I like it because then I'm thinking about it all the time. Right. Yes. Yeah. You got your friends with you. Yes. <laughs> because we're talking mostly about fiction, right? I am mostly yes. reading fiction. Yeah. Yes, I am mostly reading fiction. And for whatever reason, I read fiction almost exclusively on my Kindle, but nonfiction, I read hard book, you know, actual paper books. Oh, that's, yeah. I, I have that tendency as well because oftentimes nonfiction will have illustrations or diagrams or tables mm-hmm. and stuff but well you know actually I wanted to touch on that that it feels like it seems like I talk to a lot of people who say oh I don't like reading on an ebook I really need to have the paper you know in my hand and I don't want to say to them I think that's a probably not true if you would just try an ebook because there are so many to me I know everyone's different but there's so many benefits it's just so much easier to read an ebook for me. Yeah, and I don't know if you remember, I was resistant to ebooks for a long time, and then uh, I was forced to <laughs> to read ebooks if I wanted to read because after a car accident, I couldn't actually physically hold a book. Oh, um, I got uh, nerve damage in my um, ulnar nerves, where oh. you know that that's what you hit when you hit your funny bone Uh and so I couldn't hold my arms like I couldn't hold up the weight of a book and hold my arms in that position um, for any length of time and uh, if I wanted to keep reading I had to figure something out and for a while I was reading books with a pillow on my lap so I wasn't Mm -hmm. having to hold it Um, but that wasn't very comfortable for very long. Like I couldn't read in bed, mm-hmm. um, which was so sad to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I discovered with my Kindle, <laughs> uh, 
this is I it's so natural to me but it's so strange to everyone I tell about it so that's why I'm laughing but I read laying on my side um, with my Kindle on its side so (laughs) (laughs) so I'm looking at the Kindle and it looks like it's you know the direction it should be except for we're both on our sides right oh that's funny yeah (laughs) yeah so it was a it, it, you were forced into it, yet you actually like it, right? Now that you're, I'm assuming you're, you could hold a book if you wanted to now. Yeah, and I have, um, you know, like I said, I read nonfiction books in paper form, um, mm-hmm. but I, the flexibility of a Kindle, I just can't let it go. And I do, you know, mm-hmm. I like a book, and I like the pages, and I and I miss being able to sort of flip through the pages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much the only thing I miss. And everything else about the Kindle is so wonderful. I can let go of that other stuff. Right. I feel as though reading on a Kindle is allowing me to get so much more reading done than uh, when I had when I was reading paper books. For, for example, today after I had a meeting and afterward I stopped at Mod Pizza for a salad and I didn't have my Kindle with me, but it syncs with my phone. So I was able to right. keep reading my novel while I had lunch today, which was delightful. And, yes. you know, t- uh, I guess I've been reading on a Kindle for about 10 years. So let's say 11 years ago, I wouldn't have had my book with me and that would have right. been sad. Uh, so there are so many advantages. I urge people who, who um, are are sticking to the book because they feel that's better to just mm-hmm. give it a try if they can if there's even if it's just on their phone which isn't as great as a Kindle Paperwhite if you ask me um, but uh, it really is it re- I'm very grateful for the technology yeah and and for people who don't know the Kindle Paperwhite um, does not uh, like it, it's not the same as reading on a screen like your phone or an iPad or anything. Um, it's matte. It looks like, depending on how you have it, the settings, it can look just like a page, like a printed page. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't uh, have glare, right? Like a like a screen does, like a iPad. Yeah, and it's light. Yes, lightweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I think that's one way to get around an impediment of enjoying reading is figuring out how you can make it easy and accessible for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is finding something you want to read. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have learned particularly over the last, I don't know, five years or so that what I want to read shifts dramatically based on how I'm feeling, what's going on in the world, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, what, the, what feeling I want to have through my reading. Um, and I and so I have had to get very flexible in looking at the kinds of books that I want to read. Um, Opening yourself up to uh, genres that you don't usually read, for example. Right. Um, and also, uh, like recently, I just read um, Octavia Butler's Parable of the Sower mm-hmm. and the follow up Parable of the Talents. And at first, when I started it, it's a it's sort of a um, 
dystopian future that was written in the 90s and it's about the 2020s <laughs> so oh, it's wow. a little it's a little weird reading it at first and um you know at first it felt like it hit a little too close to home but then it it was almost sort of i don't even know how to describe it not comforting but hopeful in a weird way even though like horrible things happen um but it it was the book i want uh, that felt good to read at the time mm-hmm. and that has been sort of surprising to me usually when things are stressful i want to read um you know something that well let's say in 2016 i binged romance novels I wanted a guaranteed happy ending. <laughs> I wanted good things to happen to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And and now you're reading dystopian futuristic novels that happen to be set in the current time. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, and I've been reading a lot of like suspense and thrillers and psychological suspense and um We'll have to compare some notes because I do love a good suspense novel. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I so. do you binge? I binge. I, I, I binge watch TV and I also binge read authors. So I've read a bazillion Jeffrey Deaver novels, for example. He's a suspense writer. And uh, I would go to the library back before my Kindle and just check out the hardcover books. Um, and uh, I've been on a genealogical mystery novel uh binge recently <laughs> but I'm going pretty lightweight in my in my reading in the last year or so it's what I've needed so I totally yeah. get what you're saying I mean it can yeah. be variable it's it's very interesting when I look at my um reading list over the which I track on Trello I have a Trello board um so I can I can see and I uh do a screenshot of the um covers Mm -hmm. so that i can um sort of see and be reminded of what i've read and it's (laughs) it's a very interesting like when you look at it it's i i look like perhaps i'm randomly choosing books to read (laughs) (laughs) well that's excellent that means you're getting all sorts of new informations and perspectives and Stop. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's one of the other things that um, that I do when I'm trying to pick out a book is I is I think about what kind of experience I want to have. Do I want to learn something? Do I want to experience life from some you know someone very different from me from their perspective? Do I want to be comforted? Do I want to be entertained? Do I want you know? What, what kind of experience do I want? And then and the other thing I've done, um, which I've only been able to do as I've released some of my perfectionism, is um, I may start five books before I pick the one I want to continue reading. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, because I know that inclination to keep going just because. Right. Just because you started. Whenever I complain about a book, Barry says, stop reading it. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I already you know, put all this time into it, but you're right. You don't have to keep going. Yeah, and I used to keep um, uh, on my Trello board, I had a column for books I didn't finish. Mm-hmm. And then I guess just quit keeping track because, like, who cares? 
Well, I guess I could see the utility of it if somebody says, have you read a book and the name's familiar? Like, and then you can say, oh yeah, I started that, but I never finished it. Yeah. But it'd be like having a list. I could have a Trello list of books I checked out from the library and never even started. And then they got, right. you know, <laughs> poof, they got taken back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That wouldn't be very helpful. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the other thing to point out. I, too, get um, almost all my fiction from the library. And the Libby app has, you know, the combination of the Libby app with Kindle has made that so easy. So easy. It's the greatest um, yeah. So, you know, if budget or getting to the library are issues that keep you from reading, um, consider an e-reader or your phone or an iPad or something and using Libby in your local library. I mean, I love supporting the library anyway, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I used to have a pretty big um, budget line for books and now I have virtually nothing right yeah it's it, it it's amazing that with the Libby app if you just hear mention of a book you can in literally less than a minute put it on hold at the library or check it out right on your phone boom yep. it's done yeah uh yeah it's it oh yeah it's the greatest. You were the one who turned me on to it because I was using my library's websites. And it's and I have two libraries I get to be a part of. And um, it's all there on Libby. You know, oh, it's the greatest. Yeah, it's so nice. It's so nice. So th- I think there's a lot of ways that perfectionism can sneak in there without even realizing it. And so, you know, if you used to be a reader or you want to be a reader and you aren't reading as much as you want, you know, start asking yourself the questions. What's keeping you from reading? Right, maybe you can snatch some little pockets of time, like mm-hmm. while you're brushing your teeth. Yeah. Uh, to, um, and, and, you know, <laughs> I, someday I want to just read a book only when I'm brushing my teeth and see how long it takes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that the Kindle app on your phone tracks that stuff? Like it tracks all kinds of things, yeah. all kinds of statistics. Yeah. I'll check that out. Yeah, it's kind of fun. You can see like how long it took you and, you know, what the average reading time is for a book. And I never think about looking at the Kindle app. It's just every so often I'm on there because I don't have my Kindle. Right. And I'll be like, oh, what is this? Hmm. That's oh. interesting. Well, I've never noticed that. I will definitely check it out. Yeah. Well, the, and the one last thing I want to think about or to talk about is that um, I I can't remember where I heard it or read it, but someone recently said that they were asked about hobbies and they said that reading was a hobby. And I don't really think about my reading as a hobby, but somehow when I do, I feel like it's easier to give it value and time and space. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we all we have hobbies that we allow ourselves to spend time on, and somehow mm-hmm. reading gets relegated to guilty le- pleasure. Somehow. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, when it's really just it's a, it's a hugely important part of my life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I wanted. When I realized, like, oh, my God, kids my age can read? I want to do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that 
kid Noah reading the book about elephants sitting on Mrs. Bayard's lap. Oh, oh, that sounds like a very specific memory. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's very specific. I, It's very specific. And I saw my first library card. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, gosh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, yeah, reading has always been a big part of my life. And so it's, I love helping people figure out how to, how to have more of it in their life if they want that. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. So we would love to hear from you, our listeners. Um, are you a big fan of reading? Does perfectionism ever get in your way? You can let us know on Facebook or Instagram at Getting to Good Enough, on Twitter at GTG Enough. You can head over to the website gettingtogoodenough.com and comment on the show notes, or you can call 413-424-GTGE, that's 4843, and leave us a voice message. Until next time, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. I just finished a book right before this, and now I'm excited because I get to pick a new one. Oh, enjoy. Thank you.